Good afternoon and welcome to St Martin the Fields and welcome to this week's Great Sacred Music in which we're celebrating St Cecilia's Day, the patron saint of music which takes place just in a few days' time on the 22nd of November. St Cecilia lived in 2nd or 3rd century Rome or Sicily. It's supposed that she was actually a noble lady of Rome who with her husband Valerian and his brother and a Roman soldier suffered martyrdom in around about 230 under the then emperor at that time. And this was by preaching that she converted 400 people and the emperor wasn't very keen on this. Cecilia was arrested and condemned to be suffocated in the baths. She was shut in for a night and a day and the fires were heaped up and made to glow and roar their utmost. But Cecilia did not even break out into perspiration through the heat. When the emperor heard this, he sent an executioner to cut off her head in the bath. The man struck three times, but without being able to sever the head from the trunk. He left her bleeding, and she lived three days. Crowds came to her and collected her blood with napkins and sponges while she preached to them or prayed. At the end of that period, she died and was buried by the then Pope, Pope Urban, and his deacons. Well, it's quite hard to see how that very gruesome story leads to St. Cecilia becoming the patron saint of music, but we'll come on to that a little bit later. It's our tradition at Great Sacred Music to join by singing a hymn together, which you'll find on the inside of your sheet, How Shall I Sing That Majesty? This is a beautiful text which reflects both on the greatness of God and on the smallness of humanity. And listen, I think it's in verse 4 describing God as an infinite circle whose centre is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere. The tune is written by Naylor, who uh, was director of music at the Lee School in Cambridge, just near Cambridge Station. And the tune is entitled Co Fen, uh, which is the, the, um, the backs just behind the school. So we'll remain seated as the voices stand and sing, How Shall I Sing That Majesty?
The link between St. Cecilia and music is quite tenuous. According to the story, despite her vow of virginity, her parents forced her to marry a pagan nobleman named Valerian. During the wedding, Celia sang a part, singing to God in her heart, and for that, she was later declared the saint of musicians. The first record of a music festival in Cecilia's honour was in Normandy in France in 1570. And just a few years later, one of the oldest musical institutions, the Academia Nazionale de Santa Cecilia, um, was launched in Italy. Her feast day became an occasion to, for concerts and festivals. The piece we're going to hear in a moment, Purcell, Welcome to All the Pleasures, was commissioned by the Musical Society to celebrate St. Cecilia's Day in 1683. Purcell wrote this piece aged only 24, and in a moment we'll hear the final section in a consort of voices. After that, a piece by George Frederick Handel, which was written when he was in London, part of his Ode for St. Cecilia's Day, which was first performed on November the 22nd, 1739, at London's Theatre in Lincoln's Inn Fields, just, just up the road from here. It's a setting of a 1687 poem by John Dryden, which is based on the Pythagorean theory of Harmonia Mundi, linking the movement and origin of the celestial bodies to music. It's a really interesting piece when you listen to it, from harmony to harmony, through all the compass of the notes it ran, the diapason closing full in man. And listen to when the uh, voices sing that line through all the compass of the notes it ran, you can really hear the, the notes moving up and down the scale. But before those two pieces, a piece by the Flemish 16th century composer, Jean de Chenet. He was, uh, his elder contemporaries were Gomba and Clement Nonpapa, and he sought to achieve a close relationship between music and text. This is a beautiful short motet in honor of St. Cecilia. The text, Cecilia the Virgin sang, in her heart only to the Lord, saying, Lord, let my heart remain without stain, that I be put not to shame. It's an antiphon for Vespers on the feast of St. Cecilia. So three pieces, a piece by Jean de Chenet, and then two pieces, two from the Odes to St. Cecilia, in a consort of voices and from harmony by Purcell and Handel.
next piece <coughs> was written um, a few hundred years later. A Hymn for St. Cecilia is a poem by Ursula Vaughan Williams, wife of Rafe Vaughan Williams, and praises the patron saint of music. It was written for the livery club of the Worshipful Company of Musicians to mark Herbert Howells's mastership of the company in 1959. The company once had control over all musical performance in the square mile. Ursula Vaughan Williams wrote, My St. Cecilia is a girl in one of those magical gardens from Pompeian frescoes, a romantic figure among colonnades and fountains. Herbert's tune takes her briskly towards martyrdom. The poem is beautiful. Sing for the morning joy, Cecilia's sing, in words of youth and phrases of the spring. Walk the bright colonnades by fountain spray and sing as sunlight. Sing till sunlight fills the waking day.
Well, it's almost time to sing our second hymn together. Let All the World is a setting of a text by metaphysical poet George Herbert from The Temple, which was written in 1633 and published shortly after his death. There are three or four hymns from this collection of poetry that have made it into hymn book, Teach Me My God and King, um, and Let All the World. And there are a number of choral settings of this text. Perhaps the most famous is the final of the five mystical songs by Vaughan Williams, but there's also a setting in three songs by George Dyson. It's the perfect text for both St. Cecilia's Day next week and also the Feast of Christ the King, which also takes place this coming Sunday. So we'll remain seated as the voices stand and lead, let all the world in every corner sing. Thank you very much for joining us for today's Great Sacred Music. On your way out, there will be opportunities to donate to a retiring collection, which helps us um, as we uh, continue to build our, mu our music programme uh, as we emerge from the pandemic and beyond. On the back of your sheet, there's all manner of uh, ways to give, from text message giving um, to visiting uh, our website, and also there's cash collection at the back. Please do give generously. Next week's Great Sacred Music on the 24th of September marks American Thanksgiving Day. And then Great Sacred Music takes up an Advent and Christmas theme as we um, run right the way through December um, every Thursday. And our next Choral Classics uh, takes place this Sunday at 3.15, our sister programme, uh, Half an Hour of Words and Music. This week, the theme of uh, a winter theme of In the Stillness. Choral Classics is this week and next week on Advent Sunday, then takes a break until the 8th of January. Our final piece is by the English composer, conductor, editor and arranger, John Rutter, who's perhaps best known for his Christmas carol arrangements, which we'll be hearing many, many of in the coming weeks. This piece was written for the Royal School of Church Music and uh, first performed in 1994. I will sing with the spirit. The words juxtapose spirit, understanding, heart and mind. And Rutter's aim was to reflect the synthesis of all of these different elements and all the elements needed in good church music. So to finish Great Sacred Music today, 
Rutter, I will sing with the Spirit. Thanks for joining us.